Hey, what's up? We're back after how many months? We was September. September. That was the last time. The last time we did the show, September eighteenth. Uh, so we took a little hiatus and we're back. Sword of Tension Gamer one forty seven. No eight. <laughs> Almost. I have a short attention gamer. It's but, the holiday but this I'm is, tweeting. But this is oh, you're tweeting. But this is interesting because usually it's just me and Todd and, and sometimes Adam more than but now we have two other guys here with us that you may recognize. Or you may not. I don't know. Ben, have have you ever actually been on camera? No, I don't think so. It's ben, probably my first time ever. Were you on camera ever. when we did packs? No, we weren't doing I don't, that, right? We weren't doing I don't that. think that technology existed. I don't even know if cameras existed back then. <laughs> I think we took pictures, still pictures. No, yes. Because uh, I have a picture of all of us. Well, no, you have a picture, right? Of all of us with uh, Gabe and everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. Correct. Yeah. So that was there. And then we got Aaron. What's up, Aaron? I was going to call so, you Focal, but I was going to change that because <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Do we do this oh, now? What do, how do we do this in Skype? Don't don't over talk. So this is what we're so out of practice because we're like haven't done this all together that we we're not talking each uh, over each other. But um, you don't want to talk over each other. No, we. we can. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we've done this on Skype. I've 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 I've. <laughs> I mean, not that I haven't seen <laughs> the cat. But the cat should host too, you know. We're getting everyone in here. So, the the cats are the, the main hosts. <laughs> we were just we were just commenting before the stream that we much rather liked Aaron's uh, new camera position, which is mm -hmm. down low. No, this, this is my oh, no, this is I've had this dude, camera position for a long time. Dude, I can't doing get GG it better forever, and that's yeah. why I know, I know, I know. You know After I'm, we I'm stopped, like you went in that. Unlike the rest of us who you know put it up here like a noble person up here on top of the monitor for those who listen to podcasts. No, no, no. He's got to have it down here so we all see everything that's going on below the chin area. So it's his angle. Like some people have like go for the left or the right. Aaron goes for the bottom. Also, oh, like it just doesn't hang on the monitor. It's got this little stupid hook thing. It doesn't. Well. It just doesn't work. So it's just on the desk, and I can I can like put things on it. Mm -hmm. I wonder, I can like make it slightly taller. I wonder. I got this thing. Make I wonder if this is gonna. This will be cool. All right. So this is this is turning out great. This is the start of this podcast. We're all just doing things that people listen to the show. It's like, what's what up? What's up? I'm just messing around with my my camera. Oh, that's a bright one. Oh, oh, oh. He, he almost ruined it. Like you're getting it's like you're getting interrogated. Oh man. So oh, hey guys, what's going on? Do you play any video games lately? I don't know who you are. We'll talk. We found out something also very interesting about Todd before the show. Yeah. And something I, I, I've known Todd for Todd. How long have we known each other? Probably 12 years, 13 12, years. At, at least, right? Yeah. And I just, learned, I just learned Todd's not his real name. <laughs> Is that what I came back to? That's that's what I was catching? Yeah. After all I, this time? It, my name is Christopher Todd Fuller, but my mom decided that I should go by Todd when I was a kid. She named me after Christopher Robin from Winnie the Pooh. That's a very 70s mm -hmm. thing to do. Aaron, that's a very 70s, 60s kind of guy thing to do when you're my age. Aaron, I, I think sometimes Aaron is shocked at my age, but I appreciate him. No, I, I am <laughs> contemplating. All right. 
the worst thing to do is to say, oh, I got to talk about something, but not on the show. But I got to talk about something, but not on the show. That might top that. <laughs> okay. Maybe. It's, it's competitive, let's say. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So that's, yeah. So it's Christopher Todd Fuller, but I go by Todd. Uh, we were talking about nicknames. My friends around here call me Big T Little Odd. Yeah, I know. It's awful. It's an awful. Joke. I know. It's it was bad funny. the first time you did it, and it's it's even worse now because we already knew it was coming. Hey, can I sing you a? I I made a Christmas song for this show. Well, actually, a holiday song for this show. Can I make it? Can I sing it real quick? That's yeah. why I'm. That's why I'm here. That's the, only, that's the only reason why Ben actually showed up. Yeah. Yep. Okay, you ready? Oh, okay, good. I, I'm I'm assuming that's a yes. It's the short attention gamer holiday show. We've only done the show one time in a row. We're having lots of fun and we're ready to go with the short attention gamer holiday show. Wow, I feel legitimate now. Like we should have had this going years ago. We should probably have like 10,000 listeners, you know, our, our own the, stickers and everything. I I here we go. Bravo. Yeah. I always forget how much. Only done it one time in a row. Well, at least, First he, take, there. At least he doesn't have any talent to play video games. Hey! <laughs> I'm not. I, I play a lot of games, just not well. <laughs> that's, my, a lot of games. that's my thing. Well, look, we're, we're all podcasting in the basements. I see a piece of exercise equipment back there. Is yeah, that what that is? I, there we go. Yeah, what is that? Ben. Yeah. That is a ladder climbing. That is a max climber or a maxi a maxi climber, which sounds a lot less, uh, sounds a lot more hygienic. Um, I also got, <laughs> I also got a an exercise bike for Christmas, which is exciting because they closed the gym near where is I it, live. Is it a Peloton? No, it's not a Peloton. It's made by a company called Sunny, which sounds happy and less expensive than Peloton. So. Well, you're already in shape, so Peloton would have been perfect for you. I know. Well, this one can be either a spin bike or a regular bike, and which I thought was really funny. This is a this is a kudos to the Sunny marketing team because it said it could be a spin bike or a regular exercise bike, and really all it is is some sort of a fabric pad that you tighten down with a screw against the wheel to add tension to it. So I'm like, okay, well, that's easy. Okay. So, but I can read a Kindle and ride a bike, so now I have my own gym, there which is go. great. Uh -oh. Good times. I almost lost my, my screen. My, I hadn't moved my mouse for a little bit, and my screen went blank. I tried to use a. I'm trying to use a mag light in uh, candle mode to try and give myself better lighting, but I'm trying to do like. Uh, I think. I think we should. This, if this is a holiday episode, it'll be like Halloween and Christmas and Hanukkah all, all rolled into one. That's Halloween really is one of those holidays. going to start calling you Jack Skellington. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so modern warfare. Let's no. talk about that. I got that for thirty five dollars at Walmart. I bought that at Costco. For the PS4, installed it, and then decided I was going to take it back, and then I downloaded it for the PC instead. So I am now, yeah, I'm much much happier. It was much easier to play on the PC than it is trying to play with a controller. I have not, I am, I am not the guy I used to be who is Battlefield and Modern Warfare <laughs> on the Xbox. <laughs> I'm, but I'm, I'm, I'm half. Put you in the harder player pool. Like now you're playing against 
No. The mouse and keyboard players. Modern Warfare is cross-platform play. You play against everybody. Yeah. And it shows the icon. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you know who you So are. you're playing against a bunch of controller people? Yeah. Like you, you join the crew and you're just like, I got a mouse and keyboard here, all the controller yes. people, I'm going to go kill them now? Oh, that's the worst. Yeah. yeah. You, and you can tell. You can generally tell who's like not mouse and keyboard when you're playing that because the yeah. shooting doesn't work as well. Yeah. It's, you know, I've, I've come to realize now because I've been playing a lot of Minecraft on PS4, which just got bedrock, is the last time we did this when we when we used to do this show back in the day it seemed like crossplay was the dream that was the goal that everybody wanted and now that it's essentially here everybody's kind of just like mm, okay i have to add another oh, no. i have to, i have another friends list <laughs> like, i'm i'm definitely hyped as hell about it still it's like yeah, it's finally like it's barely here it's barely here okay, we're starting yeah. to just get big titles which is great right it's here but then you get people Okay, hold on. I gotta to watch my language. And you get people up, upset, like with with Fortnite and Modern Warfare and stuff, because you have these cross platform. And then it's the whole, oh, this game would be better if I didn't have to play against a bunch of plebs that weren't using, you know, keyboard and mouse. And oh, they make the game easier for everybody else. And now matchmaking sucks because of it. And basically, everyone's gonna find a reason to complain. I haven't found many people that are playing on pc at even crossplay when i'm on ps4 it tends to predominantly match make me with ps4 although it does show when someone is using a keyboard and mouse on a console which seems <laughs> kind of weird to me i don't know it seems like a bunch of tryhards so do people I, still say that they say yeah. they say oh, tryhards <laughs> but you're not even seeing all of them because those people as of like a year ago were using advanced peripheral devices to fake mouse and keyboard as a controller <laughs> Like, I knew someone who's really in the Destiny 2 PvP who do that, and it's like, this is better, because now that it's officially supported, you can just, you know, instead of always just wondering, like, <laughs> that jerk, yeah. what, how, how do they keep doing that? And it's because they have a mouse and keyboard emulating a controller experience. It's fairly ir irrelevant to me because I'm so bad at Call of Duty and I've, I'm only getting worse as I get older and older, but at least this one is slower and a little more tactical and there's a lot of camping. So it actually worked out. What everybody's complaining about on the internet actually works out great for me because I just sit around and snipe people all day and I'm like, oh, I'm actually decent at this. I can still hold my own. I, I have another conspiracy theory and that's, I think, Rainbow Six Siege ate a bunch of Call of Duty's lunch. So some of those people who used to be really into shooters have like, they've diversified into like Fortnite and Rainbow Six Siege. So now Modern Warfare is this like, oh, this is this is the samurai showdown of the fighting game thing where it's like, all right, I'm playing against some, some people like me. Yeah. <laughs> right. This, this player pool seems to be okay. I'm not getting 360 no scoped nearly as often. I just don't think I'm Are you wall anymore. hacking? <laughs> I've been, I've been playing on the PS4, and I I haven't played a ton, but I have never... So, when I used to play Halo, or when I used to play Call of Duty on the Xbox, I would usually, when I first started, and, and when I got to the point where I was playing against really competitive people, I'd be in the bottom people. I have been in the top four to five people every time I've played. Um, sometimes I've won a couple games. Which I don't. Yeah, I know, Jim. I I made the same face when I did it, um, and so I don't understand why my reflexes are slower. I I felt like somebody was just trying to help me. I was like, 
patting me on the head. There you go, Grandpa. There's your win for the day. Yeah. For the week. So, but yeah, I've I've done fairly well with that game, and I don't know why. So I, I, I got to take a step back real quick because we were talking about cross-platform play, and then people, you know, primarily make or playing on specific consoles or whatever. Um, I've been playing Monster Hunter World in preparation for Iceborne coming out in January. I've been playing with my son because he's, you know, he's super into Monster Hunter. I was like, this is a phenomenal opportunity. Anyway, so I, I have to go look up tutorials and whatnot, but all of the tutorials are console tutorials. Nobody's playing this game on PC. So now I'm listening to people like, this is how you do this combo. Triangle, triangle, circle. So I got to go left click, left click, right click. You know how hard you know how hard it is to watch a video and like absorb the information and have to keep telling yourself triangle is left click, sir. you know what I mean? And and I think uh-huh. Modern Warfare probably f- suffers from a similar um, uh, you know, fate where people are playing on, you know, on this, on the console and now they're complaining because things are not working the way they expect it to because console is a little, it's different, right? You, you mm-hmm. move a little slower, you, you, you don't twitch as fast, etc. And I don't know, I just don't listen to most of the haters because of those reasons. Yeah. And I can see the parallels between the two. Hey, somebody, somebody named Rainbow Smog says, holy crap, it's Adam. Hey, it's Adam. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> <laughs> that's why i think rocket league is the best crossplay game because it's so simple <laughs> yeah, that's, not, that's not my experience with rocket league at all i'm like well control control wise i guess you know simple <laughs> easy, easy to learn hard to master yeah i think i think the next thing beyond crossplay that we need to see more of which modern warfare actually already does too is cross progression um, oh, because yeah. I do, I I don't just stay on one system. I want to be able to hop between playing on a PC or console, depending on. So if I'm you, on my TV mean, upstairs or down here on the computer, you mean like so Fortnite does that, right, Aaron? Yep. I mean that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, Modern Warfare so, actually does it too. If you own it on multiple platforms and log in, it just goes here are all yeah. your guns. It's your one account. You're, well, um, you sign right. into your Activision account at startup, and then that's just what gets used. Dauntless does the same thing. So Dauntless mm-hmm. is technically a free-to-play game, but it just came out on the Switch. So I had been I played it this summer on the Xbox and enjoyed it. Thought it was kind of fun. I, I was looking for something that was like Fortnite, but more of a uh, co-op game, and that Dauntless is that game. And so I played it on Xbox, downloaded it for Switch after the video game awards last week, and my progression, everything was there. Mm-hmm. So I was very surprised. So yeah, that's another one that kind of is cross-platform that way. It's, cross it's the next thing they have to tackle because every game is game for service. Every game is like, play this for 300 hours. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay. And then for Monster Hunter, like when you're on console and then switch to PC and you lose everything, right. it just feels bad. These get, these aren't 15-hour Dishonoreds anymore. These are like, the, the progression is the game because that's the way they made it. So. I, I would like Destiny to be that. I would like Destiny to be able has to that now. Well, but does it have it to the way I can? So I play Destiny uh-huh. two on the PS four. Can I switch back and forth between Xbox and Destiny two? Yes, you have to I go mean, to Bungie. You have to go to Bungie Net or whatever, and then you set your Bungie Net profile to be one certain set of characters, which then overrides your characters okay. on all other platforms, and then they too share progress everywhere. That's the okay. that's one of the other early examples of this. This work. Did they? Did they ever fix it? I, I remember when uh, Fortnite came out for Switch specifically, and they had mm-hmm. like the the partial crossplay ability. Fixed. They fixed. they fixed all that. It's all Epic. Yeah. Epic shoved their weight around, and now it's just completely open. Oh, you just huh. log into Epic, well, and good. it works. 
That's good. I knew I, I knew I could see it between Xbox and Switch, but I wasn't sure about PS4. So, and and it's it's not perfect. Like uh, Fantasy Strike, which just won like best fighting game on IGN because it's pretty awesome. Um, they don't have it perfect yet. They have full cross platform play now, which took them forever to get. But you're like fighter tag if you if you already set it up on PC and then you go to set it up on PS4, like maybe someone here did. Um, it goes, that name is taken. And it's like, well, crap, what's that mean? Uh, it's, now I'm going to have to have Focal on my PC for my early access build and Focal 2 on my PS4. <laughs> and, it's, and, it doesn't, and they can fight each other, but that doesn't help too much in terms of you know progression and stuff like that. Tell me more about fighting game of the year. What it, What is this? What have I? I've only played five games all year, and one of them was Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat 11 came out on my birthday, and it's dominated pretty much everything <laughs> throughout this. Mortal Kombat 11 is pretty cool. Fantasy Strike is more like uh, I forget the name the the one that Riot Games bought. They they bought out that one company that was making the easy to play fighting game where everything was yeah. a specific button. A uh, Rising Dive, Thunder, something like kick. that. <laughs> Um, Fantasy Strike is by David Serlin, the guy who did the Puzzle Fighter remix and Super Street Fighter 2 remix video games, and then also does a bunch of board games. Okay. Basically, he wanted to make board games with the Street Fighter license, and they said no. So he made his own fake version of Street Fighter and then did Yomi, where it's like, it's like Street Fighter the card game, and these characters are obviously basically Street Fighter characters, but they're not because I made my own damn IP because Capcom wouldn't let me. So, and now wow. this is the snake has eaten its own tail because Fantasy Strike is now a video game that is a Street Fighter, but with his characters, mm. and it's single button inputs. Like there's no crouch blocking, for example. Blocking is just backwards. It's easy. There's a jump. There's an there's an attack button, a special button, and so, a second special button, and that's no, about it. There's no like circle, you know, like half circle. Your life bar stuff. actually has five hits or whatever. I, different characters huh. have slightly different life, so it's. When you get punched, it takes away the one hit block. It's all very surface level mechanical. Like the design is kind of like um, what dive kick sort of sold itself as. Mm-hmm. It's like you dive and you kick, and then it's all about the meta game. Fantasy Strike is also shooting for that with a and a more obvious control scheme to reduce the technical load. So there, so there are no like you have one one or two specials. There are no uh, more of this like the Z pattern or the half circle or the full. There, there are zero patterns. It is all like forward and the special button will be a different special. Ah, I, I think it's I think it's if you're press the special button or if you're in the air and press the special button. Okay. I like the specials. So like so like command, command normals and stuff like that would. Yeah, there's there's the throw button. There's two different special buttons, and then there's like a punch button. And then they kind of do different things for each of the characters, but mechanically, you don't have any complex inputs. Right. But I did see like, they have, like frame data and stuff. So there is yes. definitely. Like, yeah, all that stuff still exists. Yeah. The, the point is to have all of the meta stuff, but none of the like Marvel vs. Capcom technical combos of execution. Like uh... the point is you should be able to just press the buttons you want. It'll. Huh. Do exactly as you expect, and then that's it. I love the Dalsim character. Like very obviously, this is Dalsim, the the little like lizard looking dude. Yeah, when I say that, this is the Bender moment where he walks away, he's like, "I'm gonna make my own blackjack and you know, get my own kiss." <laughs> and uh, the, he just like these characters are just he wanted Street Fighter, and he's like, "Well, I'll make my own." And he and he's been running with this franchise IP for 
decade or something. Like they, they made a bunch of board games with these characters. So it's really funny to see it when go when back around they made virtual. A, when you're saying they made a bunch of board games, is this exceed? Is that, is that that system? No. So this his. I think the first game was Yomi. Okay. And then also there's like, um, fantasy duel strike duel. I can't remember. There's a cool, like two player dueling one with spacing matters, fencing style. There's, um, a dominion style game, but it uses poker chips. So it's basically puzzle fighter, the board game. That sounds good. I like it. Is, it, is, it is good. Like it's a fun, fun board game. Um, but yeah, it was funny because it was obviously board games of fake virtual stuff that doesn't actually exist. Yeah. And now it exists. Now he's gone like all the way back around. Wow. <laughs> they, they, he literally lists the guitar hero, guitar hero controller as a controller you could use to play this game. That's awesome. <laughs> Because that's how yeah. anybody anybody still play that game, Guitar Hero? Man, <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody beat Dark Souls with a dark, Guitar yeah, Hero. Yeah, I saw that controller. too. <laughs> it's incredible. What about bananas? <laughs> Hook up the bananas know. to some wires, and then people beat Dark Souls. That's Jesus. I'm gonna add this to my, I, okay. I'm gonna add this to my wish list because I Mr. Is, Mouse and Keyboard. You know, get some bananas. No, no more fighting games, Adam. No, this needs no to, more. This needs to be about fifteen dollars. Oh, uh, you and, you. Does Adam only play MOBAs anymore? What what have I missed? No, Tell me what Adam, I've missed. Adam doesn't play MOBAs. That's no. what you missed. Adam wow. Played... Everything has changed. Hero <laughs> Fighters. He doesn't do that. League of Legends for what? What was that? Uh, what did I quit? Like seven, eight years. Adam played League of Legends and you know built this whole empire off of it. Thanks yeah. to Trinity Force Network. And then I had kids and got married and retired. <laughs> That'll that'll do that, and you, now you talk about yourself in the third person yeah. exclusively. <laughs> yeah. And now Adam plays. Yes, all of it. And so now Adam has been trying to find the games to play with his kid because he's got a thirteen-year-old boy, so he needs to find. And I'm sick of Pokemon. Adam, sorry, Adam is sick of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about how about Minecraft? Ben Ben plays a lot of Minecraft, but it's it makes me feel very old. When I don't understand how the thing works, I can't, I can't <laughs> play Minecraft because I. I, I played Terraria, like you know, it's two D Minecraft, and I burnt yeah. myself out by putting like thirty hours into that years ago. So I'm like done, no more Minecraft. <laughs> Everyone who plays those games just laughed at you at like thirty hours. So oh, much I know, right? like you know, thirty thousand <laughs> hours still playing Terraria and Minecraft. Yeah. Well, we, I, can I ask you guys a question? So I when I yeah. when you when you mentioned that um, Aaron, the number of hours. For a game, I thought of uh, how many hours Adam put into Division Two this year, um, which is a lot more than thirty. Um, I put and one hundred fifty so, or something into it before I quit. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So what that reminded me of, though, is I wanted to ask you guys what your game, what what game did you enjoy? It doesn't have to be; it can be your game of the year. It could be an old game, though. So what what is your game of the year? I guess that's the question. Oh, we're, we're doing this. We're doing. The game I want to. What? Thing. No, I want to know. I mean, it doesn't. But it, I just want one game. And the reason I thought of it just now is because I'll start. Mine is Division Two. I know that seems weird. I know that seems like a strange choice because it's not on anybody else's list. But when I think of the number of hours that I played it, so Adam played 150, and we we talked about it all through the summer when we did the show once every three to four months. Um, <laughs> but I, we're the quarterly yeah. game podcast. I, I think I put 60, 
75 to 70 hours into that game, which the only other game that I've done that with and spent that much time with is Witcher 3. So that that's that's my game. I mean, that's the one I would consider my game of the year. So Todd, mine, I gotta like, I have to, I would have to split it just because um, I would still be playing Ring of Elysium right now had they had the devs not came in and gutted the game. Uh, so yeah, what did they do? So the devs came in and they put out season two, and season two they started adding what they, what they do. Oh yeah, they gave us a new map. Well, the new map was not nearly as good as the old map. And then we so we started losing player base. They also changed up a lot of they changed up all your loadouts. So now everyone started using the grappling hook primarily. So they started losing more of their player base. The balancing came in, didn't start to balance around these obvious problems. And then the final nail in the coffin that really wasn't killing it. I mean, you know, it was hanging in there. It was still having big big play. But the final nail in the coffin is when they killed all single 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 and duo single. play. You could only do teams of four. So if you keyed up with your buddy, you had to have two other random people play with you. And that was the final nail in the coffin that killed that game. Um, and, huh. and what killed it really was what killed it for us. Cause we could, Oh, Oh, and the servers were garbage. I forgot about that. After season two came out, the servers just went to complete hell. Uh, you know, just real bad lag snapping back and forth, rubber banding, all that kind of stuff. So it was just progressive over like three or four months. The game just started going down the hill. So that's why I say I got to split it between ring of Elysium and division two. Cause then I found, okay. you know, then I fell back into division two and you know, obviously I, put 150 or something hours into that yeah. and played the heck out of it so right. yeah I'm, I'm trying to figure out what i play this year <laughs> ben is yours mortal Kombat? uh yeah mortal Kombat 11 i would say one i gave i gave it to him because it came out on my birthday like and literally what happened was my wife got it for me as my birthday present i was super excited and we had to catch a flight this like the day after so i essentially had five hours which included a massive day one download like as most games have these days so i was like i threw the disc in, tried to get as much time as i could playing it then had to get on a plane the next day and got to the point where i just wanted to sit around and play mortal Kombat. to where i talked to a stranger at the airport about it <laughs> i was like yeah well yesterday was my birthday and i got in there like oh what's that i'm like yeah i got mortal Kombat 11 and like they were like oh i play video games i'm like yeah okay <laughs> so they, they they started to kind of just be like okay well that's that's great have a nice have a nice flight um but yeah it's it's consistently held my interest i would say a close runner up only because i didn't really mess around with it in beta when it finally released is magic the gathering arena oh man and that's a good game it is a good yeah. game and it, it's kind of incidental because my brother-in-law got me back into paper magic that and asshole. I started playing. Oh, yeah, sorry. seriously. <laughs> Dude, you want to talk about times changing. You go step away from a game for 23 years. Right. It's like I hadn't played since the 90s. I found out one. I had some magic card. I, ha I have a decent collection of magic cards that some people in a shop are like, whoa, you own that? <laughs> I was like, they were like, you should put that in plastic right now and lock it in a box with a key. And I'm like, okay. Dude, so, ben, I, I, sorry, I have to, before you get on with this magic thing, yeah. I, uh, when, when Charlotte was born two years ago, yeah. just before I sold my entire magic collection for, you know, pretty much the same thing to be able to afford, you know, this new baby, right. You know, yeah. the medical bills mm -hmm. and everything. So I ended up, you know, breaking in a few thousand dollars or more, but it, it, I felt the same way. It's kind of like, oh, you know, I, I, I bought this when I was, you know, a senior in high school. Here you yep. go. 
right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's what somebody. Family. <laughs> I, I was honestly shocked, and it's mostly lands that I found out later. Dude, the cards yeah. that have the, all the value, and there were some of them that I had literally back in like. I don't know, like the early 2000s, a friend of mine had gotten back into Paper Magic. I just gave him some of those cards because I had no idea. He was like, this one looks cool. And I'm like, yeah, sure, have it. Right. <laughs> Later on, I'm like, oh, I wish I hadn't Whoops. done that. Oops. The value yeah, like, is like commons worth it. Like, we always sell them for like 50 bucks a piece, right? And lands for about the same. And it's just like, yeah, it's a, it's I did. A swamp. I did the same thing. And then I sold some on eBay. And it turns out that when you sell them in there were even cards then that after I had looked through them and thought I found all the ones that were valuable, I still missed some of them. And I ended up realizing that I was just looking at the wrong format of the game because now it's it's very different. But so long story short, Arena came out because I had played Magic the Gathering online years ago. and wasn't really into it, but Arena is a very nice client. And I know they're trying to compete with Hearthstone and everything. Hearthstone, <laughs> Jim. So... Uh, Earth, Earthstone, Earthstone, Hearthstone. So anyway, yeah, yeah, I've been. I put a lot of, uh, I put a lot of hours into Arena, and I do like the fact that even without plunking down a bunch of cash, you can still have some decent progression. But the problem that I've found with that game is that it's so heavily reliant on the standard meta game, and standard is actually pretty broken in Magic over the past couple months. That you just hit a wall where there's like two decks that just annihilate everybody over and over again. But other than that, though, it's still fun. It's a good I don't time. even know. What a, like My biggest problem with Arena is that I'm not entirely sure what a Planeswalker is still. They're not, they're not like, <laughs> yeah. like, I know I know in, in lore-wise what they are, but like the actual cards and how they function is like, they, they don't do a good job of teaching you how to use them in the game itself. As, it doesn't have the same tutorial. The Planeswalker games were so mm-hmm. good at teaching yeah, but as a client, like that first 360 game was like amazing. And you're like, these load times are terrible, but I'm playing Magic. I can't wait till they get it better. And then they never made it better. They just kept porting to different platforms each year. We and we, then we interviewed kind of those guys, those Planeswalker guys. Yeah, the first packs we yep. all went to. I remember that. Yep. Yeah, I I, I reapproached Magic in the same way I do games is just being completely cheap and embarrassing everyone that i went with because we went out and like we went to a game store and same thing jim i'm like a planeswalk what 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 the hell is that <laughs> like this is a thing okay whatever is it like a superhero or something i don't get it. whatever okay so yeah it's some sort of a time wizard or something i don't know but anyway so my my brother-in-law's roommate is fairly competitive he plays like tournament level stuff and so i go and i'm just like so i went and bought a pre-constructed deck at target and then i watched a bunch of youtube videos to see because i was like i want to upgrade this but i don't want to spend more than twenty dollars and there's a bunch of people sitting around a table that have probably dropped like three four or five hundred dollars on decks for these cards and i'm just like eh, whatever but you know what then i won <laughs> probably because i'm so old but i had more experience and they were so pissed and that's what i live for is beating people that have a 500 dollars deck with something that i'm like oh this cost 11.99 at target i bought it yesterday <laughs> i went so I, I was my son is way into pokemon adam so uh which, which is one thing but he, he likes the cards and he likes collecting the cards but he didn't actually know how to play the game and i wasn't i wasn't 
read, I, I may have talked about this on the show before, so I'll be brief about it, but uh, I wasn't about to go buy him a whole bunch of cards if he wasn't going to use them to play the game, right? I wanted him to actually like know the game and be able to, to do stuff with it. So we went to a, a store and um, they actually taught him how to play the, the game itself. And while we were there, he, you know, going back to your, your comment about like the, the $300, $400 deck, the guy's like, oh, yeah, yeah, you can, uh, you can be competitive with uh, spending about $100 on a deck. And I'm like, $100? Yeah. I, yeah. How, about, how about 20? Can I do 20? Right. Maybe 10. Can. Look at Ben. Right. When my, when my son was yep. uh, like, how old was he? He was like nine, I think, at the time. So that's when he was big into the Pokemon card game. But he was more into collecting. Like, just he just wanted the cards. And yeah. he didn't realize he could play a. It was a collectible to him. He didn't know there was a card game behind it. So one day I sat him down, you know, and I looked at the rules to refresh myself, and I taught him how to play. And, and I said, "Go make a deck." And he comes back with a deck that looks like this. For people not watching, it looks like mm -hmm. a, you know, like seven sandwiches stacked top of each other of every single <laughs> color and type and everything. Didn't you know, it's just supposed to be sixty cards. Like, just sixty. Oh my god! I'm like, dude, you got to cut that down to like sixty, and it needs to be like twenty percent energies and then like 10 percent the special cards and you have to figure out what monsters you want the monsters have to have synergy he looked at me like a deer in headlights i'm like there's game theory kid there's game theory behind this they have to everything works together and, look dad i just want rayquaza all right yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's what it came back to i tried to get him to play i even went and bought a deck i went and bought an 11.99 deck from target and i played with him and then i gave it to him because he didn't have any interest so here you go yeah here's your shiny that i got with it whatever uh, this looks cool, Dad. But there's no synergy. <laughs> no, I didn't. can't even involve him. <laughs> no, he dad would. He, he put like World Dragon Knight in there, but no Dragon Air. I'm like, how? What is this going to do? What is this doing for you, kid? You can't play this card. It's just in your deck. <laughs> you think this is a game? <laughs> yeah. Are you even my son? Yeah. <laughs> there might have been a table flip that. or some card slap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you all remember the first Magic card deck you built, which was also trash? Oh, right? yeah. Garbage. Yeah. All five colors, right? Like everyone yes, built Yes, of course. Oh, absolutely. This, the starter deck that is just like, oh, this is a starter deck. I'm good to go. I'm not even going to look at it. Let's shuffle. <laughs> right. But the, the difference here is that I'm, I, before the kid goes to school and embarrasses himself, he's going to embarrass himself at home <laughs> because no kid of mine is going to go to his school with a multicolored deck and go, I can play and win. And then they'll, they'll be the type that they play for the cards or something. He'll come home crying because he lost. And I'm like, we should have had get Synergy, kid. <laughs> synergy. I had a full foil that I lost today. <laughs> that was one of the rules as I, as I tried to pick up 20, 23 years of uh, magic terminology that I had missed. The one that I realized they dropped was anteing because I'm like, we used to vote. Nobody gonna ante up a card? And it was uh, like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's just gonna bet i'm like what's the fun in that i thought magic used to be like a combination of dungeons and dragons and blackjack it was great <laughs> it, combined, it combined all the best things about role-playing games and gambling oh, addiction after it's I, awesome after i came back and started playing arena i realized i'd been playing the game wrong for you know 15 years or whatever how long uh -huh. i played it for because we've made it we but we must have made up a house rule and apparently according to record it was a house rule that we made up and it was stupid and he hated it but he did it because he wanted to play with us where if you mulligan <laughs> you had to draw one less card every time you mulliganed i don't know where this rule ever came up with but there it is so that sounds that sounds legitimate to me i yeah it, wait no every, every time you mulligan you have less cards you would have one less card yeah yeah 
No, I think that's real. Is that real? Yeah, they changed. They changed. They changed their mulligans. They're the official type of mulligan. There was like a French one. Now there's a Canadian one. All that. Okay. Now, now, now we started. Play, we're starting to play Commander, which is basically what just used oh. to be like that loose multiplayer, where it's more about like hanging out, talking with people, and drinking beer, and you just like make up the rules as you go along. There's a lot of politics. You can form alliances. It's way more fun, <laughs> and and you only get to about use magic. Yeah, yeah, magic. It's called Commander. You can only hundred card deck, and there's only one of each card type, so it gets it's way cheap, theoretically cheaper, because you don't have to have four of a type of card. But anyway, that's enough magic talk. This is a video game cast. So Todd, Mortal Kombat 11 and Magic: The Gathering Arena. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) my game of the year. I I, so I'm letting Jim continue to think Uh, on the games he's played. uh, Well, keep thinking because I know Aaron has played more games than all of us combined so i'm very oh. interested in what his oh aaron i know i i watch you on ps4 i watch the games you play and then i know that uh, you're on other consoles and other systems as well so you are the you are my go-to person when i wonder if a game is worth getting or not i, I still dabble but man this year i'll tell you the stress of like buying a house i thought that was bad Turns out selling one and buying one simultaneously is like way worse. Yeah, like, there's a lot going on there. Not, not only did I not play anything in that amount of time, but my empty husk after this process has been finished is just been like... So one of the games I played, my because I'm going to do two, two. I have my Outrage game and I have like, you know, probably what I consider game of the year. Which isn't too much of a surprise if you've been on our discord anywhere yeah my my warm blanket my brain mush my like i'm not new blogging and buttons uh was uh marvel ultimate alliance 3 ah okay because that game didn't require wow. really any thinking at all i didn't even i didn't even have friends over most of the time while playing it it was just by myself being like i'm gonna punch this guy with light attack a bunch of times and occasionally hit him with heavy attack and this is about where i'm at <laughs> But I'm Iron Man <laughs> or someone almost as cool. So let's go. <laughs> did, did you? So I, Jim and I talked about this. I thought it was challenging. I mean, more so than two and one. I mean, I, I struggled a little bit with it. Yeah, it it had a bit of that difficulty curve where you had to like block and roll sometimes to sort of yeah. like get out of the way. Or sometimes... Um, like that Ultron fight was really tough because it's like, I'm going to be a boss that just has one hit kills like a Dark Souls boss because mm-hmm. you balance. Um, but eventually you just kind of like, again, it was just the kind of grinding towards it where you just got used to the patterns. You got okay. used to like, oh, this is the animation the Ultron plays right before he's going to do his stupid I summon all those bomb people. Um, I'm going to just wait with my super meter until that happens and then use my super meter when that happens. It's very, very like old school X-Men arcade kind of thing where it's like the boss is entering the stage, spam them with the biggest attacks. Okay. And I probably didn't allow myself. I I, I think I made game. I probably didn't allow myself to get to that point, but I, I knew the people that enjoyed it really, really enjoyed it. And I just never got to that point. But I liked, I liked what I played. I just was not very good at it. It's the weakest of those style of games. But those games are like the new space sim. Like, there is no competition. What are you going to play? Gaunt- there's there's the remade Gauntlet from like five years ago, which is good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Helldivers, which was like yeah. six years ago. 
and the delisted Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1 and 2, which you can't buy anymore. Yeah. And then to get more than that, you're going back like 10 years. So it's like, well, this game's pretty fun. Like it's the the weakest Marvel Ultimate Alliance is still like a fun brawler. Yeah. Okay. And well, yeah, I, I played it a lot. And yeah. I, I get I get why you liked it. So what was the other? Which which one was that? Was that the hour sync or was that the game of the year? That's the hour sync. That's okay. I mean, it's also <laughs> sort of a game of the year because it's the one I like. I just returned to most when I'm I'm gonna boot something up, but I don't yeah. have to like think very hard. I had to try, but I didn't have to think. When I just lost, it'd be like, oh, guess I died. <laughs> so I'll just put in another quarter and oh, well. do that checkpoint yeah. again. That's <laughs> um and then the opposite of that, the one that was the most thinking was Outer Wilds, which mm. is ex- mm. extremely good and kind so of crazy. Say, you said Outer Wild, not World, right? Correct. Wild. The one that's okay. no man's sky, but everything is purposeful and bespoke. Mm-hmm. Huh. It's it is a fascinating, like the same way. Remember, Breath of the Wild came out, and everyone's like, "Look at this new way that open world games can exist without maps," and everyone's going to do this. And I remember saying on the last like Game of the Year show, I was like, "No one else is going to do this because no one else can." Like this is the the architecture design behind this is too good. No one's copying Breath of the Wild. I mean, Ubisoft is going to try with one of their games, but to get those sight lines where it feels good to go exploring. Like Nintendo did that, and hopefully they can do it again. Um, but no one else is gonna yeah. actually succeed. Um, Outer Wilds is kind of like that too. You look at this clockwork solar system where it starts. It's, it starts off similar to No Man's Sky, like get in your ship, launch, go to a planet, go land, and explore it for a bit. And at first, it's like, look at this really big planet I have to traverse. And by about midway through that game, you're like, I know every square inch of all of this stuff. And <laughs> mm-hmm. Everything is actually what what seemed to be just generic landscape is actually like all very purposeful, very clue based. There are patterns to see everywhere. And you're that mad, kind of like the witness. It's like, you're like that mad man at the notebook. Being like, I know where everything is and I got to go do all these things. And I'm going to. It's a Metroidvania where the only unlocks for progression are your mind. Like, you never get missiles or small ball to roll around and get in the places. You just learn basic facts. Like, one of the really early ones, it's like at the, almost the very beginning of the game, is you walk into this cave in a museum where they're like, look at this cool doodad crap we found. And all of it's important, by the way. But the one that's most obvious is, uh, there's this quantum shard. It's kind of weird. You can see it. And if you look away... Maybe it's still there or maybe it's not because quantum. And you're like, well, what the hell does that mean? As you're looking around, you look back and the shard's gone. But if you look back and you look back, it's over in some other spot. And if you look back and you look back, then it's maybe it's somewhere else. And it's like, well, go figure that out. That's actually <laughs> vital. Like that's how you that's how you do huh. vital, vital, important things with that amount of knowledge. And either you you bash your head against it and and eventually you do. You just go like, poof. And you're like, oh my god. That other planet back there has the quantum. I can I can get into that building. I know what to do now. And hmm. then that opens up like all of these paths everywhere. And it, everything's built on it. It's all gear works. It, it's a Game Pass game, right, Aaron? It was, I thought. For now. Uh, it launched on Game Pass. So day one, yeah. you can 
pick it up and play. Um, who knows how long it will stay in Game Pass? I think is my opinion. Game Pass is super good for day one indie stuff. Yeah, um, but stuff cycles out, so it's like, go, yeah, go, go, go play it, go. <laughs> it's super good. Both uh, of the Outer Wilds and Outer World, both are yeah. Game Pass games. You everybody should try. Yes, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Game Pass is a super good deal if you're like, I'm like Untitled Goose Game just came out on Game Pass. It's like if you're curious about a game. Right now, it probably ends up on Game Pass. Day one is like a small indie thing. Mm -hmm. Slay the Spire launched on consoles, was on Game Pass. Yeah, I saw that game a long time ago. Yeah, that game's good. That game's real good. When I was out at uh, on Black Friday and I saw that those Game Pass deals at Best Buy, I was like, you know what? If you wanted to do that, that that's looked like it would have been a pretty good deal to get that while it was on a discount and just stack stack a bunch of subscription passes to that the ultimate deal was you bought your 40 dollars for one year of xbox live boosted that up to maximum so you had like three years of xbox live or whatever you could bank and then you spent one dollar on game pass and it just converted all of it yeah that's now i just have game pass for however long i've got live until it starts uh recurring feeing me i i knew aaron did that i'm i'm i did it up to so you did it for three years Yeah, I'm. I I ended up being able to do it for a little over two years, so I I didn't get to quite to the three years, but I was happy with what I got. So yeah, and they still have good deals. Yes, you could still pick up six months for like forty bucks or whatever, which is way less than ultimate normally costs. Yeah, I I've enjoyed the the Game Pass games I've out of it. I have I I downloaded Outer Wilds. And I played a little bit of it, but I, listening to you makes me want to get back into it. So I, I'm going to do that. I'm still yeah. waiting for No Man's Sky to be five dollars, <laughs> <laughs> so I can find I can try it's, that game because <laughs> apparently they fixed it. Yeah, they fixed it. It's been twenty bucks. Too much. Yeah, I bought it. <laughs> Too expensive. It. Too expensive. Much. I, I bought yeah, it for like... twenty bucks. I played it on my Oculus for a bit. That's all I got. I just I, it, I bought it, I played it, and I didn't really go anywhere with it. It didn't really strike my fancy. It's got co-op. Oh, I do enjoy co-op. Exactly. With if your you, son. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't it, have it's one of those. And it, what am I gonna play it like a peasant on my mouse and keyboard? <laughs> <laughs> well well first, you can cross play with VR players. Oh, can you? I don't the, think you the can future cross-play is now. cross platform, so he'd have to play on PC and you're on PC. Yeah. I've, he's got but you could be in the headset. Though. You could be you could be cool dad looking at like yeah. nothing. Right. It is Just like, sitting right next to him. Right. Like, <laughs> oh, damn. Sorry, kid. I walked too far. <laughs> I, I honestly haven't touched my Oculus very much. I kind of regret my decision to ever purchase one. So, Which one do you have? Uh, Rift. What, the, not the S? Just a regular Rift? Just the regular Rift. Mm-hmm. I'm considering a VR headset. I would because the quest is so cool. I would definitely get the quest if you're going to do it. But the quest, uh, you need don't you need to have something extra to go with the quest? No, no, that's the that's the that's the purpose of the quest. Yeah, no, no, the the meaning meaning you to hook it up to your computer. Don't you need something else to a cable? No, it's it's just a cable. It's It's just a cable. They're going to release a really low latency fiber optic cable. 
but right now that doesn't even exist. The people connecting it right now are just using like an anchor cable. Like it's, was it a USB three? I think. Right. And you don't even need that. Can't you just load your steam games onto the headset? Like you can just hook it up. With wirelessly. The... Right. Wirelessly. You, they're, they're hacks. So out of the box, it's a standalone headset. You set up your store account, you buy the games on it. They're the special version and you're done. Yep. But it has like an SD card, so you can slide sideload like movies onto it or whatever. Or also hack it to wireless wirelessly display like um what's on your PC. Right. Which you can then trick into wirelessly being VR. And then you just have wireless VR. And that's it's a little janky, but it mostly works. But they released official wired. You just take one wire and you go clink, and then you put it into a USB port in your PC, clunk. And now it's basically as good as a rift. They, uh-huh. they, they. So you got you get the potential of getting that f- free form, like I can take this wherever I want, as well as being able to hook it up to a computer and play Steam games. Yeah, because when it's free form, it's the first party store only, right. really. Yeah. And then when you plug it in the computer, it just becomes whatever Steam support. Uh-huh. Right. Interesting. And all it, that stuff. I think that's. I would have to hack it to do the wireless, and I would hope they continue to develop and give me a, like a true wireless with it. I mean, I realize why you know like they always want you to be in their ecosphere of the oculus store and all that but anyway uh that's my only true gripe with my rift is i have to be connected to my pc and obviously you guys can see the room i'm in is kind of small and i don't really have a lot Mm -hmm. of room between my desk and the back wall over here so it's kind of hard for me to move my arms properly while standing up without hitting into my desk so playing games like sword and sorcery and stuff is hard because i want to do a lot of down swings and i'm hitting into my grid a lot but that's that's a that's because of the area that i'm in i need to move my stuff like to the living room to really get like i think i would enjoy it more if i had more space yeah i've mm-hmm. been uh i've been i i was loaned a uh lenovo explorer so what is it windows mixed reality headset it's not great but like just to get just to see how vr would be with me because i played uh the psvr quite a while ago and i played rush of blood and I afterwards the whole night I felt like like death, like I just felt bad. <laughs> yeah. Um, and just so I wanted to see if you know a more powerful machine hooked up to a headset would would clear me of any sort of issues that I had. And what did I do? I I found this crappy uh, roller coaster type of game, oh. <laughs> and uh, I I loaded up. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> this is the exact same feeling. What? It's like so for some reason this roller coaster mechanic that they make that they have you do like completely screws with me um, I, I couldn't do that either and like I, I know i mentioned sword and sorcery but like i maybe it's because i'm getting older or i just get seasick really easily but out of all the games like i can play the ones where you teleport those don't make me sick but if i have to move around with the joystick and actually move i think my i get sick like i feel like how you felt all night like i felt like i want to throw yeah. up like it's sweating, it does, just can't. It doesn't stop when you take off the headset. It's it's a it's a yeah. continuous feeling of discomfort. You can't huh. force yourself through it either. So as you soon just as it starts to, to happen, like eject. You just out, like eat a eat a handful of Dramamine before you start putting <laughs> those things on, or how does that work? Those C band, those C band, those C bands. <laughs> I use a fan. I put a oh. fan on me because it makes. I mean, you get the VR sweats. Yeah. If I play for five minutes, I have to take it off every five minutes and like wipe the thing off. I wipe the yeah the headset off and put it. It's back weird. On. No, but but games like um, 
So after I just, I'm like, okay, it's clear, it's clear that the roller coaster S game is not doing it for me. Let's try something else. So I tried um, Pinball FX VR, mm-hmm. which okay. which immediately made me like, oh my god, this is the best thing I've ever played in my entire life, even with the the, the terrible resolution. Um, right. Like just just I'm like I got I didn't have the uh, I didn't have a Bluetooth adapter for my computer at the time. So I was just using like a gamepad. I was like, what what works best? And the flippers obviously relate really well to like a gamepad. So I'm just like looking around and Jaws is jumping out of the water at me after I lose a ball. I'm like, <laughs> then there's E.T. over here. And I'm like, this is this is wonderful. And my son, I'm like, here, try this out. And he's like, I really like VR. Can Maybe I can ask Santa for this for Christmas. But you should try. Oh, sorry. No, no, that's, I want to hear what I should I was try. Just, I'm interested in hearing what I should try as well. Yeah, come on, Aaron. Thumper. Thumper? Thumper, Thumper yes. Thumper is super good because it's yes. kind of the combination of these things where you don't move. And also, it shows kind of the promise of VR that's kind of neat because it's just Guitar Hero with one track. Mm-hmm. Okay. That sounds boring, right? Like, what good is that? It's, it's, a, fun, and it's a fun game even outside of VR, but one of the things depth perception so when you have that track stretching out forever in the distance and your vr headset is like oh yeah you can just actually see that the same way you do like when you play guitar here on a tv your peripheral vision doesn't work the same way you can kind of see the notes coming but it's not the same part of your brain when thumper stretches out far into the distance and you see the, the the way the notes work in that game coming towards you you're like, oh shit, those notes are coming at me. Those notes are coming at me. And then you got to like, yeah, the way it works it's is intense. it's like, yeah, it's, it's certain things like a, a spike pit you have to jump over or there are a bunch of uh, turns you have to grind into with perfect timing. So it's well, just like it's trip runner, but. Um... Yeah, but the music's intense too, which yes. I think makes it it's, it's much different. Yeah. It's, it's this, this like um, oppressive so, beat as you're going yes. really, really fast. Like beat is saber? that. Is, Sorry. Yeah, Beat Saber More... is is what I was. Yeah, so Beat Saber, Beat Saber as well. So yeah, Beat Saber is a similar experience, but a a bit more. For example, in Adam in your space, mm-hmm. um, Thumper just uses a controller. Sure, you're not swinging your arms everywhere to try to hit these notes. Right, and that's kind of the big difference between those two games. Also, Beat Saber ain't going on sale anytime soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what well, we're thumper, you, green, you day, can, green day dlc for yeah. Beat Saber, i think yeah you, you can find thumper for pretty cheap okay mm-hmm. i'll go i'll go check out thumper then i thumper's a good game yeah, there's a there's a winter is it is it on steam it's or, on or... steam it's on ps4 i mean the thumpers yeah. on, i think thumpers on switch like you can yeah. play the game almost anywhere thumper. i played it on psvr for vr yeah thumper <laughs> well, I mean, the winter the winter sale starts like tomorrow, I think, for yeah. Steam. So it's twenty bucks right now. Uh, yeah. Sale, so and so yeah. I played, I yeah. played uh, Pinball FX. I played Beat Saber. I played Rick and Morty, which <laughs> which was okay. It's kind of silly. It's more like just like mini game type stuff from what I played uh-huh. of it. Um, and I've got a whole bunch that are lined up, but I never have time to go and. Like the Blade and Sorcery game, I, I want to try that. That's lined up, but Blade and Sorcery is a lot of fun. It is very, very cool because it lets you do anything and everything you've ever wanted to do in VR. 
I think my kid stole the sword out of another dude. She stabbed him in the head with it, tore his arm off, and beat another dude with the dude's arm. Like, you can do whatever you want. It's awesome. But he's only 13. This is a game rated for 17 and plus. That's fine. He plays GTA and takes the... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, what is this blatant? So this sounds like the type of virtual reality thing I, I want. That sounds like my the experience it, I want. It, yeah. It's, it's, swords. Can I throw a fireball? Can yeah, I throw fireballs? Yeah, you can you can download DLC and make yourself a Jedi sign sign me sign me up and whatever. Have you seen Boneworks? No. Boneworks. No. Oh, definitely, definitely look at what that game is. Boneworks. That's um, Thirty bucks. It's basically the Half Life version of that, where you're picking up guns mm-hmm. and stabbing things and hanging from ledges and doing like physics puzzles and slowing time in order to do physics puzzles better do i get to move freely or is it teleport i think it's mostly free i don't know if they've added teleport all the early tech demo stuff was free movement everyone get that everyone got the herd and it's it's very half-life 2e in feel where it's all like very physics-y they have little mechanical head crabs. They were working very closely with Valve for most of their development for the like the touch controller stuff. Okay, but it does work for regular Rift controllers too. So yeah, this okay. I'm watching the like a video of it, and there is no it, jumping. You move with the stick. It's very yeah. Nice. Like when you when you pick up a spear, you can grip it, and you grip the other end lightly. And then you can slide your hand around to reposition where it is on the spear and then oh, re-grip cool. more. Because it's primarily for the, the index controllers, which can sense pressure. That's pretty cool. Right. But that's the, the Rift controller thing. just has like a grip button too. So it, it applies either way. Yeah, that's the same thing with Sword and Sorcery. You can do that all, all that stuff, right? And you can when you bend down, your character bends down and all that kind of stuff. It's everything uh-huh. you've ever wanted in a VR a fighting game, more than that. There was this, uh, I was recommended a game called Pistol Whip. Is that any good? It's, it's, um, a bit more arcadey than you might think. It's like, uh, it's almost like Star Fox where you're propelled down this hallway and you're just like time crisis picking off everyone as you die. That sounds sounds good. (laughs) It's supposed to be a good time crisis. Yeah. It's supposed to be like a good squat workout game. Like Beat Saber's for your arms and Pistol Whip is for your legs. And you oh. swap between them, alternating days, arm days, leg days. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's cheaper than the gym that I go to. Let's do it. There you go. Hey, Jets, Jets in the chat. Hey, Jet, what's up? What up, Jet? What's going on, man? Hey, what's going on, Jet? So, okay, so going back to so yeah, what's your game of the year? Yeah, game of the year. My game of this year, and probably. So I really haven't played a lot of games this year, um, but it'd probably be God of War. I think. Mm. That was. I mean, that was a good game. I mean, it didn't come out this year, but I played. Yeah, that was I think my game game last year. Whenever that came out, right? was yeah. it last year? I think it was last year. It was, yeah, it, it was last year because of what it went up against um, uh, Red Dead Two last year, also. Oh. And I think I I played Red Dead Two first before I played God of War this year, and I was like, Red Dead Two is my game of the year for last year. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I I think in terms of story. Uh, Red Dead still takes it. If if I played them in the same year, Red Dead still, would still be that game. Um, but man, I just had a lot of fun with God of War. I, I God of War was real good. Yeah, it was, it was a really was. good game. I I think it. If I can, if I can recall correctly, I feel like I had very specific nitpicks about it, but I can't even remember what they were. Ah, so. You're wrong about them. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I really uh, like the God of War. That game's like impressive. I, how good I, it is. 
I kind of wish that it, it feels, I, I think, I think one of the things I I felt was it felt like they, they should have done more in terms of allowing you to go between the different realms and not just have like these little one-off arena type challenges. Uh, there, there's like one area that allowed you to do that, the fireplace. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, they should have, they should have done more and I want more God of War. So yeah, you, I you got it picks. It did some things wrong. There just wasn't enough of it. Yeah, <laughs> you got Jim. You ended up with a God of a PS4 God of War uh, bundle. PS4 Pro God of War yeah. version it was and pretty cool. I, looking. And I didn't and I didn't play the game until this year, even though I had the Pro for like a year before that, or Dude, the, the year before that. When we first started podcasting, uh, Jim and Christopher. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's me. Yeah, right. That's you. Okay. I just want to make sure you uh-huh. paid attention. Uh, do you remember that I had, I was uh, upset that I didn't have a 4K TV and I was waiting to play Spider-Man when I got a 4K TV? Yes. Mm-hmm. So then I got a 4K TV. I have yet to go back and play Spider-Man. Come on. <laughs> that is a great game. Aaron, I thought you meant, game, I thought you meant like when we started podcasting like. Oh, 10 years ago. No, yeah, that's what I thought. I I'm like, oh, okay. well, we're going to go take it back. And you were just talking about like, you know, six months ago. Well, no, like 10 years ago, <laughs> I was... Still wanted hard. a 4K TV. I still didn't have a 4K TV. I did have... My setup 10 years ago was a chair in my living room, a 55-inch TV, and a bottle of Coors, right? <laughs> like. Perfect. <laughs> and a total bachelor pad. But yeah, we're past that point. Uh, but anyway, hey, I, my whole point being, I, 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 I bet you if I would have played Spider-Man, my thing would have been like, oh, Spider-Man's my game of the year this year. You just kind of reminded me. with the whole, oh, such a good game. Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, hold on, hold on. Jet is actually sharing also his game of the yes, year. Yes, I wanted to know. I was going to ask. He says uh, his game of the year is Fire Emblem. Oh. All right. Oh, yes. It's on choice. I and then the runner-up is yeah. Tetris 99, which I declared my game of the year. And now that Now that I remember it correctly. I declared Tetris 99 my game of the year the weekend that it came out. And then, <laughs> and then didn't play it very much after that. <laughs> so Jet streams, Jet streams yeah. playing Tetris 99 all the time, and he's got it figured out. He's fun to watch playing that game. I am. I would not be fun to watch playing that game. You'd be like, oh, 98, I'm done. <laughs> oh, I made it to 90, I'm done. Chris, you got to learn the T-spin, dude. I I'm terrible. I love that oh, game, but it's so intense. Can't T-spin. I can't T-spin. No, I can't either. I always hit. I always hit the wrong direction when I'm trying to T-spin. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it goes the other way, and then it gets locked in, and then I curse. How are you gonna? Yeah, how are you gonna be Chris Big T Little Odd? The, yeah, the <laughs> Tetris 99 Master that goes. I, down I'm not. I'm gonna. Awards. I refuse. I'm not. I'm just going to watch Jet play the game and say, "Well, there's the master right there." Oh, yeah. oh hold on, hold on. He's, he's he got pro tips. He says the T sprint is overrated. <laughs> Good, <laughs> and it's the biggest misconception about Tetris 99. I don't there care is. about you, and yeah. your, you know what? Go start a podcast about it. You can talk about it over there, Jet. Yeah. <laughs> I think he does have a podcast. Yeah. Right, I'm sure. Every, he specifically has a podcast. Right. <laughs> yeah. About that game. That's hilarious. Oh, I appreciate him. He he is yeah, fun to watch. He, he's got a he's got that game figured out. But you're so. a big T spin, little odd. So yeah, I know. Oh, big that's cool. Oh, there we go. Can we call you big T spin from now on? Oh my, my! Oh, that hurts. 
No, it's too much. <laughs> it's too much. It my brain. <laughs> oh, so much information to take in. Spit, I like it. Just by getting the nickname, uh, all of Petra's knowledge is just going into I, your brain now. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> now I can play the game. <laughs> that would be awesome. So, um, you should have written a song to help take us out for the end of the night. Oh, can you I know. Yeah, we've gone. Song? Have we gone no, over I, an hour yet? I don't even know. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, easily. Yeah. There has to be. Yeah. <laughs> hey, yeah. so so if you guys haven't done it yet, um, one of my Black Friday purchases uh, I'm getting a lot of use out of and I'm finding a lot of fun is a 3D printer. And <laughs> I... I have been, it, it hasn't stopped working except for like, I've had a, cam, a, a webcam pointed at it for the past day, but since I actually con, um, built it on Sunday, it's pretty much been printing ever since. Have you 3D printed a Pokeball yet? Not yet, but it has been requested by my child. Um, <laughs> but he took, he could do I, anything. What's that? I was saying you could do anything. You could print I, anything. I could do anything. What I want to do is that I, I only have white filament right now for it, so I want to get like the different colors and mm -hmm. actually use those to to create the Pokeball instead of instead of having a paint because that that's a fair amount of paint that that I'd have to use just to just to get it to look right. Yeah. Um. And I'm I'm trying to save the paint for stuff that I personally am uh, I care about, uh, not Pokemon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like a little Chinese so, cat. No, the Chinese cat is was the test print to make sure it worked. And it was just like, all right, I'm going to... It says cat, dog, and pig were the three choices I had. I'm like, yeah. my kids like cats, I'll hit the cat. And it came up as the, the, the Chinese luck cat. I like yeah, it. Yeah, it's oh, treasure cat. cat. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it came out It came out fantastic. Like, I was really surprised at, at the quality that... Every every 3D print that I've seen always has the layer lines visible, mm. and that cat is is smooth as anything. It's it's, <laughs> it's, it's great. Treasure cat, cat, smooth as silk. Yeah, smooth as a cat. Smooth, smooth in terms of the layers. I mean, it, it doesn't even have a texture for a hair, wow. the hair on it. So um, I wanted to get a 3D printer because I've I've purchased a few things that were 3D printed. Um, yep. like a, a guy made I, I put it on my CO I have a CO2 tank for my kegerator right and so to put the regulator on the CO2 tank you have to use a wrench but a guy 3D printed something you know that goes around it and uh, it just stays on my regulator now which is really nice so like little stupid things like that that I can use you know yeah, that, that you wouldn't think you need but they're really nice yeah. to have. like a stand for my phone maybe at my desk or something stupid that's kind of like what I like about it I, I, I was looking at um, I have I have this set right Learn to print for minis, and it's, oh. got, it's got all these little little oh. mini things here, right? Yeah, uh, I, I I want a whole, a stand to put all these MSPs in these these Master Series paints there in, you go. and I could totally do that if I spend a day printing <laughs> a stand. The uh, the tabletop store and game store down the road from me has a huge. They have a that they added on to their store that has a massive 3D printer and they're doing like size 40K terrain and stuff like that. Oh, it is cool. wild. Like, you know, I thought 3D printing was for, you know, like medical technology and manufacturing. And I'm like, I don't care about any of that. Advancing, right. advancing society. Who cares about any of that nonsense? Yeah, if you can make a, if you can make some sort of a, a Warhammer fortress, <laughs> like oh, yeah. now, I'm, now I'm interested. And yeah, they were printing minis. They did a real. They're doing a contest. I think it's actually uh, tonight or tomorrow. The guy that runs the shop. They're doing a commander game, 
of Paper Magic. And whoever wins, he creates these 3D printed frames where you can take your commander card and actually insert it. And it's like a customized full thing where you can like set it down like a big block. And it's just really awesome, the stuff that they're fabricating out of it. And they're making their own miniatures. Yeah, there you go. So I'm 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 making barrels? scatter I'm making scatter terrain right now. I got a couple barrels, and I got a couple a couple crates. <laughs> That's <laughs> are, awesome. That looks good though. They they came out really really good. Huh. Um, the hobbyists into three D printing are just yeah. Oh, man. You look at the yeah. forms, and it's like look at all these models. It, just grab these files and go nuts. And it's I've been collecting a lot of uh, antique film cameras as well and restoring those and stuff and people are doing things you know these are cameras from like the 50s and 60s and 70s and people are just 3 printing parts for them because a lot of them are mechanical they wouldn't work so it's just incredible you can do for the, the way you can leverage those things we awesome wait, can we 3d print aaron a new stand for his camera so we don't stare at his machine anymore <laughs> No, not possible. The abilities of technology. Oh no! Like actually, it'd be like some kind of neck strap that comes out yes. like here yes. and then just like points straight at me, like yeah. a motion capture <laughs> set. Actually, that that probably exists. all technology <laughs> has its limits. Maybe, but maybe, maybe ten years from now on the next <laughs> holiday special, <laughs> reach that level of technology. I would like to do this again next year, if you all are in and around. I want to keep and podcasting, so like, well that yeah, too. But, yeah, I, mean, I think I, I I need to I need to actually play games. Uh, yeah, and then I will most no you don't. Most I run, yeah, I was gonna say that's where nobody plays games. Listen, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Chris and I are gonna start a podcast come January. Just just him and I. We're gonna be we're gonna call so, the the long attention gamer instead of the short yeah game. yeah. And, We've uh, gone an hour and a half and and no we haven't. We we, we were going to start at nine. We did not start at nine. <laughs> Well, we've gone an hour and twenty minutes. We started about eight ten, my time, eight fifteen. Oh, we're too long though. We gotta stop. Goodbye, everybody. (laughs) What I'm trying to say, Jim, is that we could talk about anything. You get the five of us together, we can talk about anything. And games just happen to be part of what we end up talking about. That's true. Along with three D printing and everything else and life and and all the other the last and, time and, Todd and I had a duo episode, we talked about subs- the subscription model and how much we didn't want to pay for like Disney Plus and stuff. And who's watching exactly. Mandalorian? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. We're paying for it. Wait, you did you actually record that show? Because that was the one I said I wasn't going to be on. Did you record it? Yeah, we posted it. You posted it? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Huh. Not not, uh, not the short attention gamer. Yeah, yeah, we posted it. No, yes, we you did, did not. No, you did not. Oh, can we have gorgeous? You said something about it. You gave us a hard time Adam about it. Todd, right here, July 11, 2019, this was like a month Adam ago. Todd, oh, oh, no, we didn't do that show. Oh, no, no, this was this was July. No, 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 June. No, 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 that uh, no, 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 a month ago. No. We're going off the rails. We're going off the rails. All right, well, I'll end it with a heart story about video games. I hope a cat jumps up while you're talking. And now the cat's is. <laughs> so so this is this is a combination of video game and parenting story my fa- father of the year so my kid has recently started playing video games and uh i was thinking you know classic stuff so i'm like well maybe super mario brothers sonic the hedgehog something like that he goes no you know what i like Mars. i like gorillas so i'm like okay and he finds my 3ds and he picks up donkey kong country returns and i'm like 
oh, that game's brutally difficult. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So I hand it to him and he keeps playing it and he keeps playing it until he gets better at it. And I'm like, okay, so here, let's play new Super Mario Brothers. And he just plows through that game and he's like, this is boring. It's easy. So then I got a SNES classic from my friend and borrowed it. And I'm yeah. like, here, this is super, this is super ghost and goblin. Play that. Yeah. <laughs> so now I'm basically just trying to get my son to play all the most difficult platformers that I possibly can. And I'm just, I'm working him up towards Dark Souls. That, that's the eventual like goal. Like, yeah, yeah, because he plays these ridiculous, all the most ridiculously difficult. I'll probably get him started on either like the original Mega Man, Mega Man Five. Thank you. Yeah, the Legacy Collections. I mean, this is this is how we grew up. Like this. Yeah. Like playing those original NES games, everything was hard, Mm -hmm. and and we just played it because we're like, oh my god, video games. But like everything, like Ninja Gaiden for NES. Oh, oh yeah. I I was but so my I played with my brother-in-law when we were. SNES Classic. I'm like, oh, Contra 3, Alien Wars. Awesome. Oh and then uh, we started going in and he's like, what What the hell is going on? What is this? And I'm like, wait a minute. Weren't you? Weren't? He's like, no, I was born in 1994. I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> and he's like, why is this so hard? And then after, I'm like, no, this is easy. Wait till it gets top down. And he's like, the screen is spinning. What the hell is this? <laughs> I'm just like, yeah. So, yeah. I think, I those think, games are really difficult. I think I, I, I think when I first introduced Aiden to uh, games, he was downloading them on his Wii U. Uh, you know, you could get you could do classic NES games in the Wii U for a while there. And he was something like seven or eight years old at that time. And I did the same. I pretty much went through the same thing, right? Because he was like playing Pokemon. I'm great at Y and this and that. And yep. You kind of look at his party. You're like, yeah, okay, you're a great kid. And so I'd sit him down and beat him in there and i'm like oh, you, know, you know we play pokemon together and eventually i set it out with mega man and i forgot how hard that game was i knew it was hard but i would die and go all the way back to the beginning he's like and, and, as as a little kid could say in a little kid way he basically said this is bullcrap right like why no. am i getting kicked back at the beginning i'm like i don't know kid but you got to beat it or i'm not letting you play the other game so let's go <laughs> no spoiler so. alert, he never beat mega man <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's that, that. I think that was probably my my best gaming story of the year is being like, hey, I beat this level in Donkey Kong Country Returns, and I walk back and I'm like, wait, you did? It? Oh my god, you actually did! <laughs> right. Wow, good work, good work. Well, <laughs> way to stay at it, way to stick at it. So we're definitely somewhere different, right? Because it's been ten, eleven years since we like really all podcast together, right? Am I wrong in that in that time frame? 10, 11 years? Nah. I, I, I think it was no. 2007. 2000, well, Not I was living in... Least. Well, now, it I was see. at least... I think in 2007, we moved... And we were still doing the show. Yes, um, I remember that. Yeah. I, st- I started doing the Trinity Force thing full-time November 2011. Oh my god! Yeah, but 2007 is more than 10 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> you're wrong, Aaron. You're, right, you're wrong. Like, what year is it? In that in that case, in that case, Christopher and I have known each other way longer than 13. Oh no, yeah, I was going to say also, when you yeah, said that, I'm like, way longer that doesn't than that. seem right at all. That, no, no, that doesn't seem right. It still seems like a long time. We went to Paris yeah. in like 2008, so. Oh, I I think yeah I think Jim I think it's been 15 years. Oh yeah, that was 
that was the tweet I saw recently was if that 70s show was made today, it'd be a bunch of like 1998 kids doing like 1998 right. stuff or something. <laughs> and it was like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> so my whole point getting here is that, uh, you know. Starcraft. Yeah, this Starcraft awesome. game's really cool. <laughs> it's like, oh, let's go retro. It's got a mouse and <laughs> on the internet. So, so, so what is your point? What is your point, Adam? Right. Make We're us feel any older than we already are. No, no. We're all fathers. Right. Literally all of us are fathers, which is crazy yeah. and weird to say. Um, and, and I don't know about you guys, but I've been having a lot of fun playing with my kid and, and, and I'm actually learning stuff. Like he taught me a ton about Monster Hunter World more than Aaron. Like it's more than Snaggles ever taught me uh, <laughs> about the game. Uh, so it's been a lot of fun playing and bringing up this new generation and getting them used to it. You know, show them the old games, learn some stuff about the new games that I might not know and. I finally had to come to the realization that I'm no longer this epic pro gamer that I was 10 years ago, you know, murking kids in Modern Warfare 3. Now I have to stand back and let my kid murk me a couple times before I show him, you know, crack my knuckles and show him what it's like to play a game. <laughs> crack your knuckles and also lose a game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I have to talk badass well on the show, right? Other people, I'm not bad at games anymore. Oh, my arthritis. <laughs> He says, go drink a beer, Dad. Yeah. Yeah, go ahead and play this game. Go, go, go legally something. drink and plug in a Nintendo. You'll yeah. be fine. <laughs> All right, guys. We have gone quite a while, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. I appreciate you guys being willing to do this. Thank you. I appreciate I, you too, Christopher. Yeah, thank you for inviting me. <laughs> it's fun. This is I was look I've been looking for uh since I asked you to do it in November. So thank you. Yeah. I just kept delaying like, by one day every time since. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> your schedule. Not today. How about tomorrow? Tomorrow yeah. looks right. Oh, we did it. One hour or another, we all got together. Yeah. Whenever you guys figure out the schedule for the Big Teaspoon Variety Hour, let me know sometime. <laughs> Maybe I'll come back. I'll talk about books. Okay. Now, there's all sorts of stuff. <laughs> books and cameras, old cameras. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Old cameras, books. I'm all literary now. That's why I have this, that's yeah. why I have this artsy lighting and yeah. awkward awkward uh art modern art sitting behind me <laughs> yeah you you and jeff both went to like this books route you know from oh yeah the, the, the horror and the books and yep. how he sells books like you guys just kind of yep like... yeah and and i met him this year in person in new york city oh, cool. that's a story for another day <laughs> <laughs> all right thanks aaron for showing up on this off brand uh for organizing all this gg podcast <laughs> uh adam todd the real Todd and Ben. Thank you. Who's Todd? Appreciate it. Christopher. <laughs> Big T, little Big odd. Yeah. Big T spin. <laughs> and we'll we'll have to at least even if even if Aaron and and Ben don't want to come on and and chat with us, we'll have to at least get together again in the new year. Because so happy yes. happy holidays, Merry Christmas, uh, Jet. Thank you for stopping by. I appreciate you. Uh, and uh, Merry uh, Happy New Year. That's the other thing. <laughs> Happy yeah. New Year. Happy to see you guys. All right, see you. Bye.